0: Tuesdays for Hope with New Directions right now on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Talk
1: 94.5. All right, it is 9.39 on the Liz Cal- I can't believe how quickly this day has gone, but uh, welcome back to the show. And it is time for the New Directions Tuesday for Hope segment. And Elizabeth Schleeder, the... Business development director,
0: close take De- off business, but we can throw that in. <laughs> I'll never get her title. Up. You add a word to
1: my title every uh, week. I love sorry. it. Sorry, <laughs> development director. There she goes. Um, so Elizabeth, how did you guys do on Giving Tuesday? We did really well. Yeah. Yes. What we're you do? Super
0: excited. So we raised eight thousand six hundred and fifty. Okay. On Giving Tuesday, that was our best Giving Tuesday ever, uh-huh. and that was really made possible thanks to the matching gifts that we had lined up. That so, is
1: amazing. Yeah. Yeah, really I cool that.
0: to see our community come together.
1: And do you earmark that money for anything in particular
0: or how does that work? We really just, any money that we received unless it's designated, we use to our general operating support. I mean, as you know, it costs us $20 per person per night to be able to provide shelter, meals, and basic needs. And we're very efficient and effective in doing so 80% of every dollar or 80.3% of every dollar. Um, Mm -hmm. this past fiscal year. goes right back into funding our programs and services. So that is what the money went toward was to provide nights of shelter.
1: All right. And so that's great news. But of course, there's still time to donate. I mean, it wouldn't be matched. Yes, there's (laughs) always time to donate. A lot of people (laughs) are thinking about that year-end match. I mean mm-hmm. the year end um donation. So if you yeah, want to Yeah, this tell is our busiest
0: time of year. Um we accept money year round, but I think, you know, as you're thinking about your year and reflecting, it's it's been a tough year for a lot of people. But I am still just thrilled that through New Directions, we can make a difference in our community. We can't fix every problem, but we can help people in crisis. We can give them shelter. We can give them meals. And we can give them resources that are going to move them forward. And so we can see more lives changed in 2024.
1: Speaking of changing lives, uh, Laura Boronsky, friend of the show and um, also just a... Big time volunteer now yeah. over at New Directions is joining us live on the air. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Liz.
1: Come a little closer. Okay, I can't sorry. hear you. But there Laura, I, um, I you know, we, we've heard from you many times. I mean, you've sang uh, beautiful songs you've written and uh, we've talked to you many times about uh, life issues, pro-life, yep. pro-life issues. Mm-hmm. But um, tell us, you started a project uh, with New Directions. Yes,
2: I did. I've been volunteering over there for quite a while now. And I just realized that the only way we can really change things that are being done to uh, help the homeless no longer be homeless is to change everyone's opinion of the homeless. Mm -hmm. Because as long as people think, oh, they just made bad decisions or, oh, there's really nothing we can do to help them, right away, you are making that true. (laughs) Then there is nothing you can do because Mm -hmm. people don't understand that these are actual human beings with actual needs and not someone who is just out to do drugs and and lay around in the street corners so The way God works with me, Liz, I think I've mentioned this before. The two by four over the head method usually is a great way of getting my attention. So he said, well, then do something about it. Because Mm -hmm. my father always told us, if you're not a part of the solution, you're just a part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So I decided to um, ask, I reached out and asked permission from Elizabeth and from Kathy if I could start interviewing some of the homeless people I work with all the time and compile an article to try and change everyone's idea of who the homeless are. Mm -hmm. and that's what ended up happening. I wrote this. It's going to be published in uh, your newsletter, Elizabeth. It's also Mm -hmm. going to be published in the Catholic Miscellany. I'm trying to get word out everywhere Mm -hmm. because that's. I started the article with, uh, I'm sick of the negative attitude toward the homeless population. Mm -hmm. I'm just sick of it. And everyone has things to say, but no one wants to do anything to change it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here's an idea. Let's step up and change it.
1: Well, (laughs) a lot of people, and I'm just, you know, just going to say a lot of people um, say, you know, like you said, they're, hey, they're drug addicts, or um, these are people that choose to be homeless. They don't want help. And a lot of people are mentally ill. It's very hard uh, to help people uh, unless it's their own idea. So there are people that See that a lot on the street. Right.
2: And sadly, they give that attitude toward every homeless person. Mm -hmm. And that is just not the case. And I, you know, in interviewing them and in the conversations I've had over the past couple of years, I can promise you that probably 80% of the people that I've talked to do not want to be homeless, Mm -hmm. want to do whatever it takes to no longer be homeless. But our system almost works against them in so many ways.
1: I remember there was a story about a woman and I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, she, her mugshot went viral. She had one eye and she was very, something was like, you know, she looked like she was a drug addict and all this stuff. And she got arrested for something and everybody was making fun of her mugshot. And I was like, what happened to this woman? You know, like how did this happen to her? And I started delving into the story And it turned out that a drug dealer got mad at her and stabbed her in the eye with a needle. Um, And I was so horrified by her story. And I brought I was telling everybody the story and everybody's attitude changed. (laughs) Now you were like feeling bad for this woman. She became the poster child for a joke. Like, look at this mugshot of this woman. and This is local. Myrtle Mm -hmm. Beach. Uh, Uh I don't know if you guys remember her. I don't remember that. Um, But if I showed you in the mugshot, you would remember. I do
2: remember everybody mocking it out. Yeah. And that made me feel horrible because it's like, you don't know her story. I was like,
1: what happened to this woman? (laughs) You know, and it was, was, she was so victimized by the Mm. streets. So she didn't have whatever she needed to, to get out of that situation. She couldn't find that, Mm -hmm. whatever that was that some of us find. Yes. Tell us what you found. I mean, I know these stories. You know, yes. you, you can share you can share stories if you want. But what did you figure out? I figured
2: out that, that it's impossible sometimes for these people, especially as I learned these most recent stories, a lot of them are doing all the right things. They're getting all the right help. And then they go to get a job. This one couldn't get a job because her address was the homeless shelter. So they wouldn't hire her. What? Because she didn't have a permanent address. Oh. So I never thought of that before. And I thought, well, that's kind of ridiculous. Other people said how they, are you supposed to? It's like right, I, are you, supposed you to need do an this address in order to get a job because yeah. they need to know you have a bank account and they can write you a paycheck. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't have an address, how can you afford address an yeah. address if you can't get a job? Right. So all of these crazy, like juxtapositions I found out about were They're almost damned if they do and damned if they don't. They're getting all the right help. They're trying to do all the right things. And then one of them said, Sure, there's a million jobs you can get in Myrtle Beach, but not one of them will give you enough money to afford even the cheapest rent. True that. Mm -hmm. And then another woman said, Even if four of us got together to afford the rent, the apartment won't let four people move in. So Uh these are issues higher up that we need to deal with, and we can't deal with those. Or you know, be all loud and, and shout out about them to legislators and people like that, unless we change. Well, they need a voice. attitudes.
1: Well, they don't have a voice. So a voice and of the homeless advocate. is what I'm trying to do. So yeah. there's a voice. You're doing a good job, Laura. There's an advocate. There's a liaison. Mm-hmm. Then you got to get someone's ear. I'm just trying to, to, to rattle policy. everybody's cages. So the yeah. the
2: farther and wider we can blast mm-hmm. this kind of thing, my so, kids call it going Irish. I'm ready to just go Irish <laughs> on all of this. And be like, okay, everybody, sit down and shut up. This <laughs> is what we're right, going to talk is-
1: about. <laughs> So when you were doing this, were people blaming anybody or any entity for their troubles? Actually,
2: no. The only people who blamed someone blamed themselves. Mm. Mm. A lot of the gentlemen that I spoke to who did have drug issues in the past, you know, they blamed themselves for falling into that trap. Yep. But I got to tell you, <laughs> this, this is from the voices of them. Okay. Because I asked all of them at the end of their questions, what do you wish other people out there knew about the homeless? Mm -hmm. And this is just some of theirs. We matter. We are people who care. Not all of us are out to mug you or hurt you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are not all drunks or druggies. We bleed like you. We are not all the same. We are real people, not just beggars. One person said drugs are a stereotype and not how we all become homeless. Um, Mm -hmm. We are all good people. This one mom. Oh my gosh this is what she said. Okay. We aren't all lazy drug addicts. A lot of us are normal, good, clean people who have just been dealt a bad hand Mm -hmm. and want nothing more than to get our lives back on track for our babies. Mm -hmm. And that being said, let me tell you, a lot of people are like, well, how could that woman be raising her kid in a car? You know, Mm -hmm. she should have her child taken away. Well, I got to tell you the reason many of the women, in fact, All of the women with children that I talked to remained homeless because they knew the second they went for help, they were getting their kid taken away. Mm. How does that help anyone? Mm -hmm. It doesn't. So New Directions, God bless you guys, take the whole family in Mm -hmm. and they help rehabilitate the whole family so they can stay together and Mm -hmm. do the right thing instead of putting yet another person in our foster system. You know, ripping a family apart. I'm sorry, but it's it's hard for a mom to avoid starting taking drugs or drinking when she just had everything she loved taken Mm -hmm. away from her. Right. So these are all issues that now are wide open. So,
1: did you find a common thread of kind of where their life took a left turn?
2: There was a lot of times it was losing a loved one, which led to eviction. So, divorce or death or illness, mm-hmm. leading to eviction, because yeah. then you couldn't afford the rent anymore. Right, That's a huge thing, because then once they're evicted, it's really hard to find a way to get back into an mm. apartment. And then that leads to homelessness, so, living in your car, you know.
1: Okay, this is really important, mm-hmm. because I, I have talked about this ad nauseum, mm-hmm. and I always talk about how women need to have a plan. Because a lot of times women find themselves on the short end of the stick financially yes. when things go left turn, like mm-hmm. you lose a, a parent, a, a spouse, you know, divorce, you're abused, whatever. And a lot and of women stay. They stay and they stay for abuse because mm-hmm. they're not financially sound. And at least that with is the not being taught. Situation,
2: they have a roof over their head.
1: Yeah. Right. And it's so sad. That's what they that's what they think is most important yes. at that moment, which it's not. But it is because what ends up happening? OK, so so <laughs> the so the thing is, is is we need to teach our daughters. And I, I've talked about this a lot on how to be self-supportive mm-hmm. and to always have plan B set up. And yes. I'm not saying in case your husband divorces you, whatever, you, whatever. But I mean, you need to be able to stand on your own two feet. Right. We are all one catastrophic event away from yes. becoming homeless
2: ourselves. Especially mm-hmm. women. Yep. yep. And that happened to Especially me Especially when we had five kids mm. and it, we still had a business. We yeah. were still functioning, but lost our home and had to find a place to live thank god and this is what i said in the article so many of us have a safety net we mm-hmm. have family we have friends yes, so right. we had friends that let us live in a historical building they owned until we figured things out right but this is what a lot of these people do not have their families in another state they moved here when they got married mm-hmm. or with a friend and then something tragic happened and right. they end up here homeless Hours and hours away from any family. Mm-hmm. And then the whole awful cycle begins.
1: Yeah. So then you fall prey. Yes. Because this, there are one of these predators girls out there. is 19 there. years old. She's been yeah. homeless
2: since she was 16.
1: How oh. did that happen?
2: Oh, my dad kicked her out. And
1: is there a reason? Um, girlfriend didn't like her. Oh, okay. His girlfriend yep. didn't girlfriend like her. Girlfriend didn't
2: like the daughter. Daughter gets kicked out. Right. Mm. Like,
1: now she, I mean, now did she's that too little young girl to have a... choose
2: to end yeah. up on the no. streets? No. No. And but sadly, that sets
1: off a whole cycle. And I
2: asked her, what's the hardest thing about being homeless? She yeah. said, being a girl. Huh. Mm. And that just broke my heart. I yeah. have seven daughters. Like, that broke yeah, my heart. Yeah, right. She said she'd dress up as a guy, and then there would be less attacks.
1: Uh-huh. I can understand less that. Less attacks. That makes like, sense. What kind of guy sense? turns their back on their daughter? I just can't oh. imagine. I have a daughter. I never happens. turn back It happens. It's
2: very sad. So, see, the family is so fractured. And that just goes right back to... Supporting mm-hmm. values and actual yeah. Yeah. families loving each other, and it's just you know you know I don't want to preach that to you.
1: Yeah. Well, so Laura, <laughs> um, tell me ab- about what do you hope to accomplish? And I know you say change hearts. Yes. But but and that's important because I've always talked about that in the board meetings. It's like you know we all talk about that. But like yeah. you're not going to be able to you know change policy until you change hearts. Exactly,
2: and we have it has to change to be other
1: people's idea yeah. to do it. And so the only if way if we can do change
2: that. their perception mm-hmm. of who the homeless are, yeah. then we can start making actual concrete changes mm-hmm. to make everything work a bit better to help them. Because you can get people off the street, but you have to know who they are and you have to want to help them. Just mm-hmm. kicking them out of your city to get them off the street doesn't help mm-hmm. anybody. And
1: yeah. they have to want to help. Like, it was neighbor mm-hmm. to neighbor. That's who I sent, you know, and I, he went and talked to that guy, Philip.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. And he obviously didn't want help. There are some, yes, who would rather stay on the street. And you know what? It's those a free the, country. Those are the ones
1: that we see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A lot. Yeah. Uh, but there's many that we and don't And shame.
2: See. I asked him, what mm-hmm. kept you homeless? And that was one of my questions. Okay. What okay. kept you homeless? Shame, embarrassment. Huh. Um, with the women, it was to protect their children.
1: Yeah, like you said. Kept them homeless. So um, what was the average length of time people are homeless?
2: Oh, goodness. Years. Really? One woman had been homeless in different states for years. She moved wherever her abusive dude took her. And things would go wrong. They'd end up homeless. Then they'd move somewhere else. I mean, years and Mm -hmm. years. And all the while trying to find that safe thing to grab onto to pull them out of it but you know it's Did just any of there. them
1: ever had like an epiphany about how to you know I mean through new
2: directions yes yeah. or facilities like that because they're finally getting the help they need and they're mm-hmm. finally realizing someone does see me mm-hmm. I'm not invisible because <laughs> yeah. a lot of them feel very invisible I mean a lot of people just act like they don't see them yeah anyway, yeah and certainly don't want to help them mm-hmm. so one person said, why you don't want to help them or they're just gonna stay
1: mm-hmm. well,
2: that is so yeah logistically
1: stupid. yeah well like, they're just saying you know if I, them, if I just hand, the street, if I hand the money, you know you're not supposed to do that really yeah. you're supposed to you know really what if it's Jesus them, showing up asking me yeah. for help yeah
2: in the form of a homeless person
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna help the homeless yeah. person at least to the best of my ability and one way is through that two one one Line, mm-hmm. um, United Way puts us all. together. I believe it's United Way, mm-hmm. it? yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they. Any homeless person out there can dial two one one. There's actual phones, and they put that public out phones out there in case they don't do have a phone. And you dial two one one, and it takes you to I mean, all the possible help you can mm-hmm. get, which is huge. But did no you, one knows about it. None of the homeless people know about it.
1: Laura, did you make a bridge at all between? And I don't know if you're able to do this um, if you have the information, but between where things went wrong for these people and a policy that exists that could help them? That's what I'm working cannot. on right okay.
2: now in compiling creating, all of
1: this. Creating a policy. Because I always said there's a lot of policies that are not conducive right. to helping the situation. Yes, and Elizabeth and will tell you a lot of perpetuating the people, the situation. they can
2: get a job, they can get rehabilitated, mm-hmm. but then... The policies in place to help these people tell them, well...
1: Are they federal (laughs) policies? Are they state policies? Are there city of Myrtle Beach policies? Or
2: I think this would probably be state assistance. Mm -hmm. You know, you make too much money to get any more assistance, so we're cutting you off. Well, when they get cut off, they still can't afford their rent. So then they just end up homeless again. Right. (laughs) So there has to be a way... Or worse.
1: They end up one of those, you know... Mm -hmm bag motels. Yes. And, and a lot of them
2: lived in a lot of those too. And they're horrible. And they just become places for sex trafficking.
1: Yes. And so. they're in danger, especially the women and children. Yes, and
2: we do have to they're remember that, you know Myrtle Beach has that to yeah. to honor us how yes. we are like way up at the top in sex trafficking. Yes. So we yeah. do have to watch out for each other, and I just hope I can change some people's attitudes here. That's all I'm mm-hmm. trying to do. So,
1: leave us with a thought
2: a thought. Oh my lord, when you see a homeless person on the street especially this Christmas, see them. Let mm-hmm. them know you saw them, even if that's the only thing you do. And help our local places like New Directions. Yeah. The girls at the um at the family facility, they need diapers. They need formula. They need wipes. If you go online to New Directions, you can look at their wish list. Mm. So okay. please do something nice for your community to help these people.
1: Absolutely. So well, there, there you go. Ask. That's a, a great thought to finish up. Elizabeth, did you want to add anything? I can't top that. That was great. That was great. <laughs> Thank you so people much, Laura. can see that entire article? Uh, it's, part of it's going to be in
2: the newsletter of New Directions. I'm Will that be posted. posted online? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'll share it with you if you want to post a link to it on your Facebook page. Okay. okay. And it's going to be in the Catholic Miscellany probably next month.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Laura Baronsky, You also have a website. Yes, laurabaronski.com. Very easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth uh, Schleter, the... Development director. You got Woo! it. HelpNewDirections.org <laughs> is the website. That's where you can donate. Just click the donate button. Well, thank you, ladies. And thank I'll you see so much. you, you so again. Much. And Merry Christmas, Thanks, Laura. Liz, you thank too. you for doing that. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow.
0: No, oh, maybe. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow.
1: Oh, okay. So, maybe one more time. Right. Bye. <laughs>